Welcome to this episode of UMBC's Mic'd Up. My name is Denise Cardona from the Office of Professional Programs. We are joined by a recent graduate of our Learning and Performance Technology graduate program, Shawa Amin. We hope that you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the podcast, Shawa. It's so wonderful to have you here with us today. The pleasure is mine. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, so you have recently graduated from the Learning and Performance Technology Graduate Program at UMBC. How does it feel? Oh, well, it feels awesome. <laughs> it's a great feeling. I, I can just yeah. imagine um, thinking about it for the day next year when I graduate, how wonderful that will feel. It's a great accomplishment, Shua. It is, you know, and especially when you are uh, a fully, you know, you, you, you're working full time and um, you have your hands full. I'm a full time mom as well. I have three boys. So it's I actually I do have. So I, it was uh, quite an achievement for me. I challenged Absolutely. myself and I'm glad I did it. <laughs> Yeah, we had a number of classes together, technology classes, Mm -hmm. and I thoroughly enjoyed being in class with you. I learned a lot from you, and I think we learned a lot from our fellow peers. It's it's set up in such a wonderful way to be able to interact with our peers on a weekly basis when we get together with our synchronous class to learn how to use technology. And I just I really enjoyed that class probably the most, those classes, I should say. And I just want to hear a little bit from you about yourself in terms of your professional endeavors and your educational journey that brought you first to UMBC and secondly, second part of that question, why the learning and performance technology? Well, that's a good question. (laughs) So I enjoyed most of the aspects of the program that you were just talking about. I've learned a lot from um, the professors as well as my peers, because we all come with different backgrounds, different even age groups. Um, So our interests are different and um, uh, specializations are different. So we get um, the way the program is set up allows us to interact more with each other, know about each other and um, benefit from each other's, you know, experiences and and backgrounds, uh, which was really helpful. The setup of the program itself as online was a kind of things that challenged me uh, because I haven't done any, you know, fully online classes before, but it turned out to be the best. Um, When I started, it was in COVID, but then, you know, we were prepared. We were one of the very fewest to be prepared um, for the lockdown, for staying. And I ended up taking like full time with my job because of COVID. <laughs> so I um, uh, ended up this program to be an, a COVID blessing at the end. <laughs> so, which is neat. So, for my professional development, why I chose this program, it was kind of. Um, you know, to link both backgrounds. I have, um, I have a background of uh, management and um, that I've worked with for years. And then uh, when I moved to the United States, I, like 10 or 11 years ago, <clears throat> I worked as academic advisor. So I was working on the higher education. And uh, this program seemed to be the perfect, you know, link to um, get both, you know, both backgrounds, put everything together. Plus I do, my job has a lot of advising and coaching. And uh, so, you know, instructional design fell about right, the right spot. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, instructional design, instruction, the whole field encompasses so many things. It's such a wide, wide field. And, you know, you can take any aspect of instructional design and run with it. And so, you know, for you, academic advising, coaching, counseling, things of that sort, that plays right into working with 
working within the environment with SNEs, with subject matter experts, with learning how to talk with people to perform deep analysis yeah. on certain projects that you might do. Yeah, educational management in general. Educational yeah. management in general is really, it's instructional design was totally about it. Uh, I've learned a lot, uh, whether through the uh, adult learning theories, um, the analysis, the part that really attracted me is the, you know, when we dig for the, with data collection tools, how we analyze it, how we just work like reverse osmosis. We just do it all the way from, so it's, it was, it was really interesting. The journey itself, the learning journey was very interesting. Um, and one thing led to another and it's, it came just very smoothly at the end. Um, it was, um, and as I'm telling you at the end of this, it felt like management also. So how would you be convincing um, a stakeholder or a client that this training has succeeded or uh, recommend the training? I needed the analysis part, which was a very good, um, I, I liked, enjoyed so much the classes that were oriented towards the data analysis and how to um, collect data from different sources. And it's like a puzzle, tools. really. You know, it's yep. like, it's like mm -hmm. you look at a puzzle, it's full of pieces all, all, all over the place. And as instructional designers, analyzing, talking with clients, things of that sort, doing those deep analysis, the data collection instruments, you start, you start to take the pieces and they start to fit together and you understand and you can see why they're fitting together through that kind of work that you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It was, you know, we, we, we've had, I'm sure not just me, you too, and everyone, those aha moments where, Oh, is, does this, is this where it's supposed to be? So it was really a challenging, you know, journey, but a very curious one and very um, interesting one, to be honest. Yeah, it, I think I'll tell you one of the greatest things that I'm learning as a student of the program is that it it puts on a different hat, a different lens. I look at the world totally differently now. Everything, yeah. everything, when you really think about it, everything is touched by instructional design. Yep. Um, so many different aspects of different professions and my day-to-day -day job as a marketing person, as a podcaster here at UMBC, mm -hmm. all of that requires the skill sets that are required with instructional design to be able to dig deeper, to find the answers, to figure out what you don't even know, like what, prop, what problems exist. And unless you put that deep lens on, you start digging for information, you'd never even know they existed. So it's a, it's a really cool field to be in. Yeah. 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 And, you know, and assessing whatever, um, um, experience, learning experience that is done, uh, how do we assess it? How to, how do we ask for it? If we need, how do we know if we really need it? Because a lot, we've been all in this place and we have, we've been working and seeing that we take many trainings that just go down the drain. Uh, nobody benefits from them. We just take them because check marks, check marks, and that's it. Um, so now I understand why. <laughs> why are those trainings going down the drain what to do to avoid that and so it's a lot a lot of action and it's, um, um, you get a lot of time to self-reflect on what you're doing uh, the feedback from professors as well some of them were really really helpful you know what's nice is 
you become a student of the universe, if you will. And it's fun when you've been a professional for however many long, however many years you've been a professional. It's kind of fun to put that student hat back on and to be able to go in there as an intern, to be able to use that experience as playing ground, a play, the playing field, I should say, to be able to, well, make mistakes in a safe environment, really. And it's a, it, it's really a, it's a wonderful, wonderful benefit of the program. Now, what and actually you, learn, learn new things. So many new things. Because you're, oh you're actually working with a client and you're learning from that client. And at least now I'm not, you know, I know that there are so many technologies. I was so afraid of the design technologies. I'm, I'm, I believe <laughs> Captivate, our stories with Captivate Learning. It's such a wonderful tool. I would have never dared to try, to be honest. It's so, it seemed so complicated at the beginning without enrollment and having, you know, to pay this. I wouldn't have done it. At, at the end of the day, I take pride of it. And so in my interviews now, I just, hey, I do captivate and it's like the top of the line. So it does, it does make a difference. Absolutely. Now, what did you expect to get out of the program? Was there anything in particular that you, when you enrolled in it, you said, I really hope that this comes out of it, X, Y, Z. I was, I wanted, you know, to get into more man education management roles and uh, apply to them. And this is exactly where I am. This is the spot I'm applying. I'm getting, I'm getting heard. I'm getting, you know, the, because of this program. Yes. Oh. So everybody, when I have an interview, just tell me more about, and some of them asked me about not just the master degree. They just even tell me about the certificates. Both yes. the graduate certificates, you know, and having, um, you know, two of them, um, you can accumulate them while you go. So your CV is receiving credits as you go, as you build. Um, to the, I like them to the extent that I did. I'm, I'm, I'm taking the third one this fall. I said, why not? I finished everything. I just only have one class left to take it. So I'm going to take it. Excellent. For the certificate. I'm still going. For the certificate. Yep. Oh, that's so you have your master's, but you want to go back and get the certificate. I find, you, yeah, because I already took two and I'm going to take the third one but in technology because, you know, it's linked oh, with debate. So I want to finish yes, it. Yes. And I, I'm in that class right now. It's the, uh -huh. the third technology of the certificate, instructional technology certificate class. Mm -hmm. And it is fascinating. Oh my gosh. You put so much to use in that class. It's all about project management mm -hmm. and teaches you the flow of the entire design process from yeah. soup to nuts and you work within a team and so you're learning from each other and the product that you come up with at the end is it's just amazing it really is it's a great experience you're gonna love that <laughs> you really yeah, are yeah. I, I was actually supposed to take it this uh oh. that i had a lot of work and i needed a break after <laughs> I, I understand absolutely because it does take time now what did you learn from your fellow students in the program like Anything like that you can say, like, yeah, you know, if it wasn't for a certain, what yeah, did you learn from the each other? from you. You're one of oh. them. <laughs> you hit the nail. So <laughs> one of them, but the podcast and how you do it and how you turn, because when you started this, we were together in the program. So, and I saw it evolve and how it is and how it's getting attraction and how it's helping. Um, actually, I even contacted you a couple of times to ask you about some of the um, tools to make the, uh, the portfolio 
Yes, yes. It's a new thing for me. I haven't done a portfolio before. So I ended up, you know, being exposed, thanks to your podcast, to uh, several, you know, initiated to several portfolio way, um, website and links yes. that would yes. Be- which was good, great. Well, it's it's really good. Portfolios are a king in this industry. I mean, mm-hmm. having a portfolio and keeping it up to date and adding to it and just keeping it organized is so important because when you do get those job opportunities that come to you, it's like, here's my portfolio because they all want that. They want to see what you can do. And that's what this program is great for is the fact that you have to build a, you have to build a portfolio as part of it mm-hmm. to be able to graduate. Yep. Yeah, so it's a wonderful. Also, there were a lot of insights from Greg and Chuck, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So Greg, and even in terms of, you know, discussion when I was talking to him about the internships, and so he was just giving me advice of how to run things and how to. So that those are those tips were really, really helpful. They, you know, it's it's very good that you have someone that you're not intimidated by and, and they just take a couple of fresh eyes and look at what you're doing and give you some honest advice, which was really something that I did benefit from. That's great. Now, can you talk about your current role? Are you working? Are you applying what you learned in the program to the yes, current actually, role? Actually, today I'm, I'm doing something in my role right now because I'm working you know, in, uh, as in a senior academic advisor and academic director over here. Uh, my position at, um, uh, was a sponsor, but I'm just designing an internship program. And I'm just, this is exactly what I really So I'm applying all <laughs> that we learned on it. Plus, I'm just reviewing the whole website for the hour for my employer, um, all the and I just convinced him that to convert everything to microlearning modules, all the data. And this is how we're doing. So that's where we are. That's excellent. I, I think that's one of the biggest benefits to being in grad school and working full time. I personally have been able to bring what I'm learning in the program right to my day job as well. I mean, at UMBC, I work obviously at UMBC, and I've been creating training modules to help with our student interns, onboarding them, and working on virtual series to help bring people to do virtual events, doing training that way. And it's just really great to be able to take these skills and apply them. They're very applicable. And I'm really glad to hear that that is what your experience has been as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, even, you know, I, I wasn't exposed to that, the idea of the attention, the spam of attention for, you know, the learner. And I was amazed to, to know that it's the same. When an undergrad student, as a graduate student, we all get bored after a certain point of time and we do lose the interest. So if you don't grab it and if you don't think of something, you know, different and apply new methods and new techniques, well, everything will go to uh, down the drain again so absolutely so it was it's for, for me i just discussed it with my employer and my boss and he said yeah i love the idea let's do it at least we'll get more you know attention to what we're saying and we'll get um more feedback and i, I believe that undergrads also because our our primary uh you know um client would be undergrad students so their attention spam is really (laughs) oh yes now so i want to ask you how do you feel in terms of 
being work, a working professional and going to graduate school at the same time. How did you balance it all? Because I know that's a big concern for a lot of people who are considering enrolling in a graduate program. And it's a, it's a big consideration point, especially if you have children, you know, you have pets at home, whatever it might be. How did you balance it all? Well, I have all what you said. <laughs> <laughs> all of the above. But yeah, you can just cross check everything. And I was also very intimidated by going back to school. Um, I'm not young and I felt, oh my God, what would happen if I'm in class with people who are just half my age? I wouldn't, I don't know, how would I compete with anyone? And uh, so the good, the, the good advice I received from one of my friends who did her MBA just recently, um, she told me, just take the first semester, just take one, one class, get your you know, hands dirty at the beginning, just understand, get a feel of what, how it's, going to look like and then you decide yes and I took that great advice great advice that's what I did too yes uh, and it's just kept rolling when I took the first one you know I put a lot of effort to be honest maybe I overdid it (laughs) but but it was you know it was needed I didn't know how what would I do and uh, and then it's just things kept progressing to the extent that I took I took the last two semesters were full time so I took nine credits in, in in spring and nine credits in fall yes wow that's brave <laughs> yeah, I, I did it and and yeah that because... was yeah to that well in the fall maybe it was a bit crazy I shouldn't have done it <laughs> if I but I was. Um, uh, you know, having uh, the, the the virtue of working, the being able to work from home. Yes. The last, yes. I didn't anticipate that in fall I would be returning to the office. Oh, <laughs> this is what happened. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. But, but I graduated and I with the full 4.0. So it's it was it was great. You, you, you managed. You did yeah, it. You got yeah, through it. Yeah. And I think that you made a really good point in that somebody who is wondering if this is really the path for them, take that one foundational course, the beginning course, because I did the same thing, Shawa. I didn't know. I mean, I've been marketing the program for, at that point, 14 years. I should know the program in and out. But from a student perspective, I didn't. And I just said, well, you know, we're during COVID. We're on lockdown. I got to do something because I have to challenge myself in some way. So I decided to enroll in that one, that 602 class and mm-hmm. the, beginning, the beginning <laughs> class. And I wasn't sure I was really afraid like you because, I mean, I, I'm in my 50s and I haven't been to school since 1997. So there were some concerns. And here's the thing. When you take a beginner class for the first time, you just get your feet wet it allows you that opportunity to actually embrace the education, to embrace the journey because you're not in over your head. You can learn with baby steps what you need to know. And it also gives you a good feel for, okay, is this really what I want to be spending the next two or three years of my life doing? And the answer, obviously, for both of us was yes. So <laughs> glad to hear it was yes for you too. Yeah, yeah. Right? So it was a big yes. I, I, some of the cl- my classmates w- decided to do another path. So they decided to take the, the, the certificate first and then make a decision if they think they like it, which was also another option. For me, I decided I was, you know, I felt that I have taken many graduate certificates. If I do it this time, it's going to be for the master's. Yes. 
Yes. And I'm glad I did it. And I'm, now look I'm at you, so, you're going back so to the certificate. <laughs> yeah, I'm so happy. I'm so happy I did. I'm so Absolutely. happy I did. Yeah. I, it's so refreshing to start mm-hmm. learning again and to feel this learner mindset. Yes. Is, is really refreshing. And it's important, right, to always keep learning, to just be on a continual learning journey. It keeps us young and fresh and it keeps life interesting, too. It really does. My boys, they were just looking at me. Oh, mom, we didn't know you were like this. <laughs> My husband was just staring at me. Uh, so, Good role model for the kids. That's- yeah, yeah, yeah. They said, hey, come and look at my grades. See? So for you guys, when you, you get your seed, you know. <laughs> they're like Don't 4.0 we gotta get yeah, a 4.0 Don't tell me it's hard. if i do it you can do it <laughs> i love it shua what would you say was the biggest takeaway that you had from learning from studying at umbc well challenging myself and doing it right at everybody at a certain point of his life we need that change we need to you know like the puzzle you have a puzzle and sometimes you, you go we go separate ways some this was a very i found my passion in instructional design and i'm so happy i did and um now like i go to even in, in i teach some classes voluntarily and i told them hey guys i'm gonna do it voluntarily for you because i do love it i enjoy it and it's a very good thing that you do something that you really enjoy and you, and you get help. The, the people also, the, the people in the program, Brene's was wonderful also. With, you know, whenever I send her an email, she's very prompt. Um, emailing uh, Chuck, emailing Greg, they were all wonderful. They tried to help. So I, uh, my biggest takeaway is I felt that it's, this was a very, very positive experience for me. And um, it reflected on all aspects of my life. I feel refreshed and I feel I want to start all over again as if I just earned my undergrad and I would just want to boom it. Why did you choose to study learning and performance technology at UMBC? I'm so happy. I did uh, enroll in the uh, learning and performance technology program at UMBC. It was such a, um, a, a nice journey. It was very fruitful. I did benefit a lot of it. I having a background of education and management, the, this program seems to be the perfect link that would fit the pieces all together again and put me on track uh, where I want to go on, you know, education management or more, more and, and leadership management. The program has a lot to offer. UMBC offered, offered it online as well. Although I was very fearful at the beginning, from the um, the online aspect, because I haven't taken any of it seemed about right because it serves the um, professional community better. Um, the classes were set up, even those who have synchronous uh, periods, um, they do mind the um, the time, the, the busy schedule uh, working professionals have. So it was such a, you know, we're looking at the journey, it was such an enjoyable journey. Um, it um, was so helpful. And I feel afterwards, I feel very refreshed after finishing it. And uh, you know what? I wasn't intimidated by being, uh, by having my agent. 
<laughs> in this program. Uh, we have a lot of professionals. There were a lot of professional people my age and younger as well, uh, because there were a lot of um, you know fresh um, uh, undergrad students. But um, the program seemed to be working just fine, and we collaborated just fine. And all the the age did not really matter. Uh, what really mattered was the um, backgrounds and the diversity of the group participating, which would, was more enriching. Great. Thank you so much for sharing your insights. What a great conversation this has been. I have thoroughly enjoyed talking with you. Once again, we were in class together and I, I just uh, missed that interaction. It was wonderful chatting with you and wonderful having you on the UMBC Mic'd Up podcast. Really appreciate your time and sharing your insights. Thank you. The pleasure is all mine. Then if you need anything, just let me know. Absolutely. <laughs> this program was very enlightening, so I, I really liked it. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of UMBC's Mic'd Up. We hope that you enjoyed it. If you'd like to learn more about UMBC's graduate program in learning and performance technology, please visit us at lapt.umbc.edu.